Welcome back to A Perfectly Good Podcast. I'm Malaika. And I'm Elena. And we're two Taylor Swift fans. Every week we're going to be going over a different Taylor Swift song and we're going to take turns choosing. I chose this week and Elena's choosing next week. And our song of the week is... Back Back to to December! December. (laughs) This is the start of our very long (laughs) set of Christmas episodes. (laughs) Okay, Christmas slash holiday theme. Yes. Because... You know, we've got we've got our December, we've got our our Christmas songs that we're gonna do the next few weeks, and then we have New Year's Day, and that's not Christmas. Yes, that's, that's true. just holiday. That's just holiday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on to our first segment. What's new in Taylor's life? All right, so lots of big Taylor news this week. So I just I I the order is kind of wild. I tried to do the biggest stuff first. Okay, so obviously yeah. the biggest thing this week is that we got a snippet of the love story re-recording. Oh, it is phenomenal. Oh, it sounds so good. It's so crisp. It I might oh. be crazy for this, but I think I prefer it to the original. <laughs> I feel like I have to hear the whole thing. Yeah, but did you sure. hear the like TikTok theory that she says said yes, instead I of saying yes? Yeah. Oh okay. My God. <laughs> I kept trying to listen to it. I personally don't hear it, but I, I, hear I don't. It. Okay, have... wait. We should explain what it. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> so basically, in the part where she's saying it's a love story, baby, just say yes. Some people say that if you listen carefully, you can hear her say, "Baby, just said yes." Yeah. But I feel like it's one of those things, like, when I'm thinking baby said yes, then that's what I hear. But Mm -hmm. when I hear baby just say yes, that's what I hear. I feel like it's hard for me because I, once I heard it said yes, I can't hear it any other way. Really? Yeah. I feel like I can hear it, but it really depends what I'm thinking of. Because it's like, the way she sings it is obviously like, just say yes. Yeah. And like... It could just be her saying say, yeah. obviously, but I do think I can hear... I, if if it did come out that she had distinctly made it said instead of say, I would not be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wouldn't be surprised, but per, yeah, personally, I literally can hear it either way, depending on what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially, you know... What it boils down to is possible engagement rumors. Yes! <laughs> I'm excited for Genius to release the new lyrics because I feel mm. like I usually trust the Genius lyrics. True, because I guess we have to hear the whole song and I'm so curious about what she's going to do for like, is she going to put out physical copies? Because I I would buy them. Yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it just depends like, and like what she's going to do for the artwork. Like, yeah. I'm so excited about I think it'd stuff. be cool to see her try to recreate the artwork, mm. but like she's older. <laughs> I don't think she's allowed to use it. Yeah, I don't think so either, but I think it would be fun. It would be funny, yeah. I would love that. Um, but yeah, I'm just so curious and like, I'm so excited. And like, obviously we're going to get the lyric books again if she puts out physical stuff. Do you think, uh, I, I don't know, like for the secret messages, I assume if she did them, she would just do the same ones. Yeah. But I wonder if she would add secret messages to the the albums that didn't have them. I mean, that would basically just be rep. Yeah. Because she's she's not not redoing that yet. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait and see about that. Yeah. Damn. Okay, well, Mm. moving on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Well, she also had a tweet about it. She said, okay, so... While my new re-records are not done, my friend Ryan Reynolds asked me if he could use a snippet of one for a lulesome commercial he wrote. So here's a sneak peek of Love Story, working hard to get the music to you soon. It sounds, okay, it just sounds so good, and I feel like, I don't know, I, these these things are going to get done fast, in my yeah. opinion. <laughs> like, this might be a little presumptuous of me, but I... I'm holding out for her birthday, December 13th, for her to release something. Okay, yes. Like, I agree. Maybe, I don't know, because I do still think she's doing greatest hits first, because exactly for this purpose, like, to put in commercials and movies and stuff like that, but I also wonder how she's going to do the release. Like, is she going to do albums in order? Is she going to do greatest hits album and then the rest of the albums? Like, how is she going to do it? Okay, but here's Uh, my theory. This is the reason I think she's going to drop something on December 13th. Okay, Other than that, it's her birthday. As you know, Harry Styles' Fine Line was released December 13th. Yes. And I'm still going on the theory (laughs) that they have some type of, like, not feud, but, like, game that they're playing Playing? since she released Folklore. To, like, outdo each other. Yeah. Yeah. But she released Folklore pretty much at the end of One Direction's 10-year anniversary, because it was the 23rd. So I feel like if she were to release something, she could put it under the guise that it's her birthday. Oh my god. But it's also... (laughs) 
<laughs> way to get back at Harry for releasing Fine Line on her birthday. I'm obsessed with this theory because it's 100 not true. Yeah, but I think like, it's so funny. The way that people like like think that they care about each other at all. <laughs> probably don't even think about each other yeah but i feel like okay like i don't think that they care in that way but i feel like once they do something like and they hear it like i I'm know sure they noticed. must have noticed yeah of like, course that it was her birthday or whatever and i don't think it's at all purposeful that as there's any few like yeah, I, feel I mean like they have good blood between them to be honest yeah but, i don't have any evidence yeah. for like the fact that they seem like they would still be like not friends maybe but like not like you know yeah like it, if they met at a party it would be a little bit awkward but it wouldn't be like bad energy yeah, yeah. you know yeah but yeah that's why that's why i think she's really <laughs> again no evidence i don't truly believe that they're doing something to get back at each other but that's the game i've built in my head now <laughs> that would be hilarious oh my god oh god i would be so excited for that yeah okay we just had to wait a little bit longer yeah <laughs> um yeah and then the long pond sessions came out and we talked about that a little bit last week but we hadn't seen it at that point but now we've watched it and yes. we really like it yeah it was really cute um i liked that there were like some things some lyrics that i felt like made so much more sense after hearing her like explain things mm. like the lyrics to seven um where she was like yeah i was like inspired by like seeing a kid at a grocery store <laughs> throw a tantrum then i felt yeah. when i like listened to the song like that made like it felt like i could feel that and then when she was talking about the fact that she wrote like wrote mirrorball the day after all of her like tour stuff got canceled 100 yeah. made sense mm-hmm. and then <laughs> when she was talking about um uh my taste ricochet and she was talking about it like in terms of a divorce uh-huh and jack was there <laughs> That one felt like it made complete, like, I, you know, my Chase Rick Shane made sense to me before that, but, like, you could see the details so much, like, closely tied to this idea of a divorce. Yeah. I particularly liked her talking about, um, This Is Me Trying, Mm. because I, that's one of my favorite songs in the album, and, like, I like the way that she, I don't know if, if she specifically said this, but, like, from what, how she was talking about it, like, I sort of feel like the song is broken up into, like, different people. Like, mm-hmm. it's not all referring to the same person, I feel like. Like, the first one is someone who's, like, thinking of driving off the cliff. And then the second one is someone who's, like, has a drinking problem. And then, like, you know. Yeah. So I, I liked that interpretation of it. Yeah. And then I also really liked her talking about peace with Aaron Desner. Because, like, obviously she wrote the song about, like, her own celebrity and everything. But, like... I really liked the way that Aaron was talking about how he related to it so much because of his, like, mental health struggles and everything. And, like, I just, like, I love the way that Peace is, like, such a versatile song. Yeah. I do think, like, I don't know, like, retrospectively, it's gonna be, like, very closely tied with All Too Well for, like, one of her best songs ever. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's very good. I like it very much. (laughs) Um, And then I also really liked her talking about Hoax because... Like, everyone's been, like, trying desperately to figure out what it is, and she was like, it's not about one thing, it's about, like, a million different things. And I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. (laughs) Because, you know, normally her song's about, like, very, like, one very specific thing. Like, My Tears Ricochet being about her albums getting stolen, and, like, you know, um, just, like, stuff like that. It's like, you, you know what it's about, but, like... Hoax, everyone was just like, I, there's too much going on. (laughs) Like, how, no one could connect it to one single event, so... It made sense that it was about a lot of things. And I think it was cool that she said that, like, Aaron Desner told her to, like, like, encouraged her to, like, do that and, like, go outside of, like, her normal, um, like, the way she writes things and, like, pushed her to do something different. So that was very cool. Yeah. It was just so good. And all the recording sounds so good with yes. her voice. Oh, I loved it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so... <coughs> sorry. Last week I was saying... If they released it as an album, which they did, it might, like, replace, like, Folklore for me because some of the production is my favorite. And, like, I'm sort of torn on it now because I like some of the production, like, the stuff on August and, like, This Is Me Trying I don't think can really be replicated in the same way, like, the stuff that I like about it. But, um, I don't know. Some of the other songs, like, Betty, I feel like, just didn't have the same amount of energy Mm. in the, like, Long Pond ones as as it did in the original. Like, it just seems so much more low-key, and I prefer the, like, original energy so much. So, I don't know. It's very much to, like, her country, like, music awards performance of Betty. It was, like, a little, like, it doesn't have the, like, fun 
likeness to it. Like, when we listen to Betty, we get, like, really hyped, and, like, that little key change is, like, everything. (laughs) But whenever she seems to do it, like, live, the two times that we've seen her, like, perform it, she seems to make it a little bit more, like, low-key. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's, like, a bad thing. I just prefer the hyped energy of the first one. Yeah, especially since it's, like, kind of the only hype song, like, even close to hype hype song song on the album. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then... I really liked I really liked um, all the other songs though I thought they were yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, it was so nice. I yeah. love hearing her talk about anything really. <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome to like see her whole songwriting process, and we got the reveal that William Bowery is actually yeah. Joe. <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, but okay, we had agreed that what would make more most sense was that it was Joe. Joe. Yeah. But my heart was holding out for the idea that it was <laughs> Harry. For I was hoping for Harry as well, even though I knew in my heart that it was Joe yeah. because it just I just make like a hundred percent more sense, sense for it to be Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I just. I wanted Harry because I want them to have a reunion and do the style re-recording together. That's all I want in my heart of hearts. (laughs) I want it so much, but I think it might, like, I wouldn't survive it. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think it would, like, like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, it would literally be, like, the Thanos snap of my existence. (laughs) Like, I would just die. It would be, like, it's, like, that tweet that's, like, everyone shut up. This is the only thing I'm going to be talking about in the next two weeks. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah. So we had fun we had a fun time with that. Um yeah, okay. And then moving on, if you're done with that too. Yeah, I'm done. Okay. Um Rolling Stone named Taylor's folklore album as the best album of 2020, and Taylor quote tweeted it and said, Cries and cottage chorus, screams and soft lullabies, throws self at the base of a willow tree by a reflection pool at midnight. Thank you, Rolling Stone, and then a couple of cute emojis. Yeah. Um, it was also really interesting because I saw that my king, Rob Sheffield, yes. um, re-ranked all of Taylor's yes, songs I saw that to include, too. yeah, to include folklore, and I was like, first off, I'm just so happy, like, so many of the folklore songs actually made it, like, pretty high in the list, mm-hmm. but I think Mirrorball and This Is Me Trying were made the it highest. Really high. Yeah, they, like, I, I think, think they were top 25. I think Mirrorball was definitely, I think Mirrorball was seven, maybe, so it was, like, top ten. Yeah. And then uh, the other one, I don't remember. And I feel like Peace also made it Peace pretty made it, high. I was surprised remember. Peace didn't make it higher. Yeah. But I think it might go higher in, like, future re-rankings. Yeah. And but I know he did say that Mirrorball was his favorite song on the album, album. so that yeah. made sense. Yeah. I I always like his list. I feel like he uh, um, has so much respect for, like, Taylor and her craft that like <laughs> I saw a TikTok this week that was like, here's the thing, like this is my no nuance November take. I don't care what any man has to say about Taylor <laughs> Swift. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna internalize that a little yeah. bit. It's that, but minus Rob no, Sheffield. Yeah, I'm like, Rob I care so is much the about only him. exception. <laughs> because I feel like so many times when men rank her list, they place her like first albums and all the songs on those so much lower mm-hmm. and to me that is like a detrimental like misunderstanding and sort of hate of the like f- like young female Email experience. experience yes exactly yeah, that they just like will never really understand and that's pretty much what taylor's first albums are about yeah like the first two are very much about like the high school experience of a young like teenage girl yeah like it's and like yeah that's so true like the way that like not even just, like, professional men, just, like, even people I see on TikTok where I'm, like, like, when guys rank her albums, Fearless is always lower than it should be. Yeah. And, like, it's, I think it's, like, on the one hand, it's, like, yes, that might not be as relatable to you personally, so I get it, but also it's, like, there is such a, like, devaluing of that experience. And because like, they, they do think it's, like, every time they're, like, oh, her music has matured, in some way it has, but it's also you saying that, like, of course the song sounds child like some like a little bit childish she was a child yeah you know exactly I mean? it's like, like it's like if they explained it as you know fearless has great songs but they're just not my favorite i can't relate to them as much i'd be like that's fair but they're always like oh fearless was like you know like the songs are so yeah like you said like they're so much so immature compared to her other stuff and I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> misogynist. Yeah. Just you're a misogynist. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like, not to be, like, you know, blah, blah, blah men, but I do really, <laughs> that TikTok really did make me think about, like, the way that we perceive stuff and, like, how much, 
stock I had been putting in like these guys opinions about her music and I'm not saying that guys can't find her music relatable or anything like not that at all it's just that like some of it does feel very specifically like tailored towards a female audience and a lot of times men either miss that or disrespect it yeah and yeah I'm just not here for it <laughs> and it's like I mean it's one of these things that it's like hard to like not let it happen where we are now societally since like almost all critics are men yeah like every like I love Rob love him but he is a white man yeah and everyone in his field who has any notoriety is another white man yeah you know what I mean so there's just like a level that to the music that they like won't fully understand exactly yeah, yeah. it's just I don't know it's just kind of sad and like I don't know I do it does feel a little bit like when mm, maybe I shouldn't say that but like <laughs> It does sort of feel like when guys have, like, such strong opinions about, like, Taylor songs, and especially old Taylor songs, it's like, and they're like, oh, it, like, sucks, like, it sucks compared to our newer stuff, her newer stuff is so much better, it's like, can't girls just have anything for themselves? Yeah. <laughs> Can like, we not have anything I want about a man's opinion? Things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like... I don't know. I, I want everyone to be able to enjoy her music, and I just wish that, like... And also, like, songs like I Did Something Bad, which we have talked about multiple times on this podcast as being, like, one of our favorite songs in terms of, like, how it relates to our, like, female experience or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, guys just don't understand that in the same way, and they always rank I Did Something Bad lower than it should be, and I'm like, you just, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. But that's why, like, I think I like Rob so much, because... Like, I feel like he understands that that's, like, a caveat that, like, all men go through is not relating to the songs as much. Yeah. And he, like, tries, like, I, like, see in all of his rankings how much he tries to, like, look past that and, like, mm -hmm. rank the songs, like, not based on his personal connection to them, but, like, how good they, they are and how they relate to, like, the audience, but also her age and where she was when she was writing them. Yes, exactly. I think you put that perfectly. No. And I really do like his rankings. Oh, yeah. He ranked <laughs> Bad Blood as her worst song. <laughs> so much <laughs> I was like yes King oh just for God. that I stand you okay you know what's funny I don't even think like when we when 1989 first came out Bad Blood was not even close to the worst song like my least favorite song like of hers or even on that album which is so funny because now looking back I'm like yeah that song is not good uh, <laughs> the only part that's even slightly good is when Kendrick Lamar oh, came in. oh okay that's my favorite part like of the rep like tour or, video yes you can hear everyone saying you forgive you forget but you never let it yes. go I'm like yes fans y'all yeah. know what it is <laughs> I also really like the music video. <laughs> yeah, the music video, it's just a bunch of sexy. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know those jokes where it's, like, every, like, young, like, girl who later realized that she was queer in some way has that one music video that she watched over and over it again without <laughs> realizing why? Do you know how many times I've watched Bad Blood? <laughs> okay, first off, it's just a phenomenal, like, the storyline of the music video is it's really so fun. It's so fun. She has, like, so many people in it. Like, it was so exciting to be, like, it's like mm -hmm. some of the people I didn't even know who they were until, mm -hmm. like, I watched the video and then I had to be like, this is this, this is this. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, I just love it. And, like, the production quality, phenomenal. I also love the tie-in to, like, the Fallout Boy um, music like video movie mm. with like the suitcase yeah. and everything so fun i love that she like gave a little nod to like the pop punk genre just yeah chef's kiss <laughs> <laughs> okay moving on from that <laughs> um entertainment weekly named folklore the fifth best album of the year um invisible string is number 22 on their best songs of the year list love it um at ooh on npr's best song of the year list not oh. entertainment weekly <laughs> um we got a very cool Spotify wrapped video about August, which has some all almost all the merch we've seen, yeah. which is so fun. Like the the accessories, not so much the apparel. But oh god. That video is like so fun. And like some people are saying that maybe the ring that's like next to her hand when she's writing the thing at the end, yeah. or it's not her, I'm sure. It's yeah. probably something else. Um is, like, maybe something that's going to be sold because the UK site has, like, a little thing. Like, there's, like, a page where if you click it, it says, like, this listing is not available, and it's, like, something in it, yeah. like, signifies that it's, like, a ring. 
So I'd be so excited. Yeah. Also, I know from the video, a lot of people thought something was going to happen yesterday, August 4th. Yes. Because there was the calendar scene where, like, or it's not August 4th, December 4th. <laughs> because there was, like, the calendar, and then on the August 4th date, there was, like, the sticky note that says it still feels like March, or it still feels like August, or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot it still of people, feels like March, I think. Yeah, so a lot of people thought that, like, August was gonna, like, have a music video or something released yeah. yesterday. It's the 5th today. Yeah. Um, so if anything like... comes before we release this episode, no. Oh it's my the 5th today. <laughs> you know what they did do, though? They restocked all of the merch. And Ugh. I was awake at midnight when they restocked it. I was reading Harry Potter fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> but Taylor Nation didn't bother to email me until 8 a.m. And then by the time I checked the website... The journal was gone again. Oh. So if anyone has a journal that they don't want, I don't care if you've opened it. I don't care if you've written in the first couple pages. In fact, I think that would be really fun for me personally. <laughs> I like having, I like, that would be so fun for me. Um, but if you don't want it and you need to get rid of it and you want to like sell it to me, I will buy it. Yeah. Or I will trade it for a signed CD, whichever one you want. I'm just trying to find one that's not, like, $60 online. Yeah. I also saw they they restocked... Okay. One of the shirts that I bought was I bought the Invisible String shirt, Mm -hmm. the white one that's, like, are they still beautiful things? Yeah, it's so cute. And I remember one of, like, the first merch items was another Invisible String shirt, and it was, like, the one with her three pictures, the the black-gray one. And I had almost bought that one, and then I decided not to. And then I saw that it restocked, but then it sold out again. Yeah. And I was like, God, I wanted to buy it again. (laughs) (laughs) I am, like, I cannot get over how sad I am about the journal. Because, like... I don't know. I just collect journals. Like, every time I travel somewhere, I buy a journal when I go. Mm-hmm. So, like, I have, like, so many, and they're so fun. And, like, I didn't buy this one because I was like, oh, it's, like, $25. That's kind of a lot. And I just bought the yellow pullover, and that was, like, almost $70. <laughs> so, <laughs> actually, no, it was almost $60 because it was, like, 55 plus tax, and we didn't pay for shipping. Yeah. I don't know. I will buy the journal from you, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh, also... Um, we didn't have, we didn't record an episode before this, but she had one of the Christmas drops, and I ended up buying the The new Christmas snow globe. Yes! I literally, like, was on the website at midnight, bought it immediately, and then, like, two hours later, it was sold out. Yeah. Or, whenever I checked later, it was sold out. Yeah, because it was, yeah, it went fast, because it was Black Friday, and I was planning to get up at 5 (laughs) a.m., but I was like, first, let's just wait until midnight, and then they dropped the Christmas collection midnight, so that was very fun. I think the snow globe is gonna be so cute, and it plays the song too, which is so fun. Well, I'm so excited. I kind of wish she had done the lover one again because I yeah. do think the lover one is prettier, but it didn't play the song. So I really like the song element. But yeah, <laughs> we were talking about like like after she bought it, we were like, oh my god, what if Taylor released a music box, um, like a, one yes? of those jewelry music boxes? Where I would you open literally it and die. Oh my. God, like imagine, imagine this, guys. Taylor Nation, if you're listening, take notes. So yeah, someone get this to Taylor, Taylor Nation, Nation immediately. Okay, so so it's like one of those ornate boxes with like yeah. Gold don't make trim. it plain. Don't put a picture of yourself on top of no, it. No, 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 it has no. to be like cute. Cute. It's wooden, or maybe some other material that looks and feels like wood. Yeah. If you must, it has maybe gold. Like, gold trim. Gold trim. Yes. yes. Gold trim. Maybe a cream base. Maybe maybe purple. Maybe mix it up a bit. Yeah. Like something something neutral that would fit into most rooms. You open it up. It starts playing Enchanted by Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. There is a jewelry box element where you can put your rings, your necklaces, your whatever. And for the final piece, you know in those ones where it's like a little ballerina, instead of doing a little ballerina, do Taylor in the Speak Now album cover dress. Yes. In that exact position. Yes. And have her spin around. Yes. That was our idea. Do you see why someone, we need this? <laughs> someone get it to Taylor Nation. Nation. Or if you so make please. music boxes. Yeah. Uh, we'll buy it. Free idea. <laughs> we'll buy you it. You can have the idea for free. Just if let us buy let it. let us buy it. <laughs> Not Just give us like a 50% discount when we buy it. Yeah. Because we had the idea. But you know what? You can have the rest of the profit. I don't yeah. want anything but that box. I just want that box. Yeah. I just want it. Yeah. So, um. oh, and if it had a little key... That would oh be yeah, perfect. a little. Oh my god. And then the like the area where you put the jewelry, and you know how you, it's usually like velvet or yes. whatever. That can be like a dark purple <gasps> velvet yes, to like match the to album. Tie the, yes. Oh my god. Mm. I would just. I would die. Yeah. I would die. Um. I almost like bought on Etsy like a just random Russian <laughs> yeah, music I know box. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, 
like get 60 them. bucks. I was like, I don't need this. I was like looking at like like vintage ones online after we had that conversation and they were all like $300 and I was like, I want this so much. <laughs> and I was like trying to find a small one because I want one that looks like the little music box from the movie Anastasia. Mm. And first off, the ones I found like that were like $200. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I ever bought it, but I was, I was almost there. Yeah. I just, I need a jewelry box. I love music boxes. I think they're so cute and fun. Yeah. And if it could have a little windy thing on the back, I'm obsessed <gasps> with those. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry. That w- that's our our uh, pitch of the week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every day we actually we actually have these uh, podcasts just as business meetings. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to get someone to contact us. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a couple more pieces of news. Um, Taylor was named the top female artist for Billboard 2020. Forbes picked Taylor and Bruce Springsteen as Artists of the Year. And a couple quick merch things. Um, like we said, they restocked everything, and a lot of it is sold out already. Um, people have started getting Christmas cards with little cats on them. Aww. Like, Taylor's cats, like, dressed up in little Christmas <laughs> things in their merch. And since I got the cardigan Christmas ornament and the puzzle, I think I'm going to get one. So <gasps> I'm so excited. Adorable. And um, just an FYI um, for all our listeners, if you ordered the blue stars or, scars around our stars, stars around our scars sweatshirt, um, it has been turning people's skin blue. <laughs> yeah. We did not order it, but we saw it on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is both very unfortunate and very funny. <laughs> so make sure you wash it before you put it on. Um, because people have been turning blue. Yeah. And it's been staining all their stuff. And wash it without any other clothes. Because apparently it stained someone's towel. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I think that's it for news this week. Okay, perfect. On to our little game of the week. What are we doing this week, Elena? Alright, so I thought we would combine two of our biggest loves in life. Oh, yes. Taylor Swift and Pride and Prejudice. Yes! <laughs> I love it! So, we're doing this quiz. Uh, is this a Taylor Swift lyric or a Pride and Prejudice quote? I think we're going to smash this, yes. um, but let's go ahead and get started. Oh, talking about Pride and Prejudice, if you're a fan, they're taking the Pride and Prejudice 2005 movie off of Netflix in January. Take oh. your time to watch it now. Um, it's a tragedy. Tragedy? Tragedy. Tragedy, <laughs> tragedy travesty. <laughs> I'm trying to combine the words. Um, but yes. Okay, so question number one. A girl likes to be crossed a little in love now and then. Pride and Obviously Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. Yes. <laughs> okay. It would be, be a fine proposition, proposition if I hadn't just been one, ah! like, okay. from Girl at Home. Yes. <laughs> An underrated song. Everyone hates that song so much. It's a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> I wounded the good and I trusted the wicked. Obviously Taylor. Taylor. Um, there can be no love in all of this. Pride, Pride and Prejudice. Prejudice. God, the acknowledged lovers talked and laughed. The unacknowledged were silent. Pride, Pride and Prejudice. prejudice. <laughs> I loved you in spite of deep feel- fears, fears that the, the world, world would divide us. us. Taylor, Taylor from Dancing with Her Hands Tied. Uh, he smiled, looked handsome, and said many pretty things. Pride. Pride. <laughs> oh, we were always good friends, and now we are better. Pride. Yeah. Haven't you heard what becomes of curious minds? Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> from Wonderland. You are safe from me. Ooh, pride. pride. <laughs> the wedding was charming if a little gauche. Taylor. Taylor. Last Great American Dynasty. I am not romantic. You know, I never was. Pride, pride and prejudice. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor never such a romantic. <laughs> Everybody declared that he was the wickedest young man in the world. Pride. pride. In my dreams, I meet you in warm conversation. Taylor. Mm-hmm. Sad, beautiful, tragic. We talked and laughed so loud that anybody might have heard us 10 miles off. Pride. Pride. Hopeful they'll be and long will they wait. Taylor. Taylor. From Sad Beautiful Tragic again. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Okay. I, God, I love Pride and Prejudice. 16 out of 16. <laughs> we said, Easy. way to go. When it comes to all things Taylor and Pride and Prejudice, nobody knows more than you. Uh-huh. True. <laughs> okay. Okay, on to our song facts. If you forgot, since then you took us so long again. <laughs> it always takes us so long. <laughs> This week we're talking about back to December. Mm-hmm. Okay, first things first, answer this on our Instagram, on our Twitter, or, you know, leave us a five-star review and answer it. Do you think back to December is a Christmas song, yes or no? <laughs> this has been an ongoing debate with hey. us and our roommates. This is just a general question. <laughs> to me, it doesn't matter. As I have more stake in Lover being a Christmas song or not than in back to December okay. being a Christmas song or not. But, but what do you think? Hit us up. Okay, so personally, a hard no. And here's why. Back to December is not necessarily about 
December and it is not taking place in December. Um, it's looking back on December, which I think disqualifies it similarly to Lover from being a Christmas song because it is not taking place in the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. It is taking place much after it has passed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this For me, this one is a soft no, just because mm -hmm. I actually don't have that many opinions <laughs> on whether it's a Christmas song or not. I generally don't like think of it as a Christmas song. Yeah. But you know what? Hit us up with your opinion. Let yes. us know. And while you're at it, let us know. Do you think Lover is a Christmas song? Yes. Yes or no? Okay. This is my reasoning for Lover. I'm okay. going to give a, a quick version. Yeah. I have a we longer version a, for the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but my reasoning for Lover is just like more like the music of it sounds very Christmassy and also the whole music video is like in a snow globe which does, isn't a hundred percent related to Christmas but in my mind I've always linked it to Christmas. I mean there is the scene at the end where it's like Christmas time and the, the yeah. daughter gets it as a gift. Yeah which is why I've always linked it to Christmas and also it says let's leave the Christmas lights on until January mm -hmm. which again is just Christmas in my mind but I'm not saying it's a Christmas song in the same way <laughs> like all I want for Christmas is you is. <laughs> yeah okay here's my reasoning for why it's not. I think a good Christmas song cannot properly be enjoyed outside the season of Christmas. You can listen <gasps> to it. You can, you can have a good time jamming to Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You in July, but it will never hit the same as it does in December. And okay. that's what I think disqualifies Lover, because it can Damn. be enjoyed year-round. <laughs> I fundamentally agree with that. <laughs> I think I enjoy Christmas songs the same exact amount, no matter what. I think I actually enjoy them more when it's not Christmas because they feel like forbidden. They feel yeah. like I'm doing something when I'm not supposed to. It feels yeah. like taking the last cookie out of the cookie jar. Yeah, but here's the thing. Do you get that feeling when you listen to Lover in July? I kind of. Actually, to be honest, I don't listen to Lover that much yeah. just as a song itself. But like, would you? If you popped it on in June, you wouldn't have the same sense of, like, I'm doing something wrong yeah. as if you listen to, like, White Christmas or something. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. But I also only listen to Lover when it gets colder. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, it, to me, it is, Prince. like, just the sound of it all is a very winter song. I think it's wintry. Place. Yeah. But I don't think it's Christmas specific. Yeah. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Yeah. Let us know. Again. <laughs> okay. Back, back to December. <laughs> Okay, so this is a song on Speak Now. It's written by Taylor, and it was actually written on a napkin in an airplane bathroom. Okay, yeah, queen. Came to her <laughs> because I guess when you're smart and talented, things like that happen, happen to you. Yeah, it's like her writing Tim McGraw 20 minutes in her math class yeah. or whatever. <laughs> it would never happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's produced by her and Nathan Chapman, mm -hmm. and it is the first song to feature orchestral arrangements, and the second being Haunted. Yes, Ugh, iconic. And of course, because it was on Speak Now, it was written solo by Taylor, as with every song on that album. Mm. Um, it peaked at number six on the Billboard Hot 100 in the US and number seven in Canada. Also peaked at number three in the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart. Back to December is basically about Taylor apologizing to her ex, Taylor Lautner, um, about for ending the relationship and basically being like, I'm sorry, take me back. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not up for debate. It's 100% confirmed because Taylor Lautner did an interview a few years ago when he was in Scream Queens mm -hmm. and they were talking about Taylor Swift and guess who? <laughs> Leah Michelle <laughs> said, didn't she write a song about you? And Taylor said, yeah, it's called Speak, it's called Back, Back to, to December. December. <laughs> oh my god. So it's 100% confirmed yeah. that that song is about him. And there are other specific lyrics that definitely point to it being him as well. Yeah. Um, wait, what's the secret message for this song? Tay. Oh, yeah, so obviously it's about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, Taylor said about the song, quote, Back to December is a song that addresses a first for me that I've never apologized to someone in a song before. This is about a, a person who was incredible to me, just perfect in a relationship, and I was really careless with him. So this is a song full of words that I would say to him that he deserves to hear. I've never felt the need to apologize in a song before, but in the last two years, I've experienced a lot, including a lot of different types, different kinds of learning lessons. And sometimes you learn a lesson too late, and at that point, you just need to apologize because you were careless. Yeah. Which... I, I love that. I love the growth from her in this. And she was so young when she, like, wrote this, 19 years old. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, makes it, sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes you do need to apologize because you did something wrong. And, like, I don't know. I think this is just such a great song. And, like, like it's also really disrupts the narrative, like, of Taylor only, like, being spiteful towards her exes and everything. Because, like, 
you know, she had sort of pushed that a little bit herself with, like, making jokes like, oh, yeah, like, you know, when my boyfriends cheat on me, I, like, write songs about them, so, like, you know, don't cheat on me. Yeah. (laughs) But I like that she acknowledged that, like, she, like, she was the one who did the wrong thing in this relationship, and, like, she came out and apologized, and, like, I just love that. Yeah. I love the sentiment behind the song. Yeah. Oh, it's just so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, here are some ties into other songs. Mm-hmm. The line, when your birthday passed and I didn't call, is similar to the moment I knew in red. Yeah. When someone else didn't show up for her <laughs> birthday. Um, two, and I think about summer, all the beautiful times. Um, just, like, in a lot of songs, she, like, talks about summer, just, like, mm-hmm. the warmer seasons. Um, but specifically, I've loved you three summers now, in Lover, All of Cruel Summer, and sort of the verse in August where it's like, you're back under the sun, wishing I could yeah. write my name on it. Um, like, which yeah. she doesn't say specifically a summer, but it would make I sense. I mean, the song is called August. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how you put it, like, she uses summer to, like, show a honeymoon phases in relationships. Like, yeah. Like, uh, it's always, like, the opening, like, when everything's all good and, like, happy. Yeah. Um... And then we've got the dark days when fear crept into my mind to hey it's all me in my head from afterglow, yeah. Um, and how you ho- held me in your arms that September night, the first time you ever saw me cry, is referring to September two thousand nine when Kanye interrupted her at the M- MTV Music Awards and like there's like I don't know if there's a photo of it. I think Taylor Lautner was also on stage. Yeah, but he, he was, was like, presenting the award. Yeah, so he was a little bit farther away, and then like. Everyone was just so shocked that that it happened that he didn't do anything. But I think there's maybe, like, a picture of them hugging backstage or, like, someone said they saw them, like, backstage. Yeah. So, yeah. It was... He was there. (laughs) (laughs) And then, so if the chain is on your door, I understand. Which, in a live version, she changed to... So this is for the boy from Michigan. Aw. Which is where he's from. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, so shall we move on to thoughts on the song? Yes. <laughs> okay, how do you feel about this song? Um, I do love this song, however, um, it's one of the ones that I overplayed a lot in my youth, mm-hmm. um, because I had my little Speak Now CD, my little music player, and this was one of the ones where I just clicked back every time <laughs> I finished. Right, one more time. Um, yeah, so it's a little bit of a skip for me now, just because I've heard it, like, truly probably hundreds and hundreds of times. Um, but I do really like it. I think it's such a good song, but it is just, it's one of the ones where I'm like, this is a well-constructed song. It's really great. Um, but, and I like the message behind it. I like the lyrics, but I just don't listen to it very much. Mm. I don't feel the need to listen to it often. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, I really like this song. I think it's just so genius and it's so vulnerable. And in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways, it like reminds me why Speak Now is like tied for my favorite album of hers. Yeah. And it just, it has like all of the like lyrical qualities that like I love her most. And Mm -hmm. it's just such growth and so beautiful. Yeah. And I really like the lines, it turns out freedom ain't nothing but missing you. Yes, I love that line. Which I think is such a creative take on the whole, because I feel like everyone says like, you don't know what you had till it's gone. Yeah. That's the most like basic line. And she could (laughs) have said that but she was like i need to find a new way to say that exact same i like that she pushed out of the cliche yeah yeah and Um. then (laughs) i'd go back to december turn around and change my own mind yes because it's about her like everything that was happening principally like was in her head which is so interesting i love it i will say i'm talking about lyrics I misheard the line, I miss your tan skin, your sweet smile, and every single time I listened to the song until maybe six months ago, I had heard, I miss your texting, your sweet <laughs> smile. I was like, damn, he's a really good texter, I guess. <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like for a while, I didn't know, I don't know what I thought it was, but I didn't think it was tan skin, because the guy in the music video is so white. White, yeah! <laughs> like, she can't be saying tan skin. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. Um... That actually is very funny because, you know, 2009, texting was, like, not that, not, like, a yeah. super, you would have to do it on the little, like, like, where you had to press the button four yeah. times before you get to the letter you want. <laughs> so that just makes it funnier to me, <laughs> where it's, like, he really, I was, like, wow, he put in the effort. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was also saying, in a lot of ways, this song reminds me of Betty. Yes. Um, and I have, like, a few lines, but, like, I'm not, like, saying that they're, like, t- like intrinsically tied or anything. Yeah, I just yeah. think that it's, like, interesting that, like, it's a very, 
like specific way to like write an apology and it mm-hmm. includes so many of the elements that taylor has in all of her songs but yeah yeah um the first one betty i'm here on your doorstep and i planned it out for weeks now but it's finally sinking in betty right now is the last time i can dream about what happens when i see your face again and in this line like taylor's kind of like also the same like literally mm-hmm. on his doorstep like asking for forgiveness and I don't know, I just like that's the whole doorstep so, thing. Okay, that's so interesting, especially considering what Taylor said in the long pond sessions about Betty and how it's like, she was like, I wrote this song, like, from a male perspective because A, Joe helped me write it and it just felt right, and B, because I'd always wanted a guy to apologize to me like yeah. this. <laughs> so it's like, she's like, I've already had that growth, like, I already like, did I've that. I've done that. I've done it. <laughs> now it's y'all's turn, too. Yeah. And then next one, kissing in my car again, to I watched you laughing from the passenger side and realized I love you in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, same type of... She just uses car, like, metaphors so well. Yeah. And they're, like, some of my favorite type of metaphors in cars yeah. in songs. Um, also, I'm only 17. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm not 100% sure when they met, but Taylor Altner was 17 in 2009. <laughs> he turned 18 in March? Or yeah, end of February, something like that. Yeah. So if they had known each other at the beginning of 2009, he would have been 17, which isn't an actual time. Yeah. But I just thought just, it was interesting. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I don't know. This song is just so, like, good and mature for her age and, like... I don't know. Because, like, when I had a breakup at a similar age, I did not apologize (laughs) for it. (laughs) I was like, no, I have been wrong, even though I also did wrong things in that relationship. Yeah. So it just feels very, like, it's very um, funny to me, I guess, looking at it from that perspective. I just love Speak Now. Like, Mm -hmm. I know she's done so many amazing things since then. Her music is only getting more and more mature. But to me, Speak Now feels like her most mature album because I'm at the exact same age mm-hmm. that she was at when she wrote it, and I'm leagues away from being that mature. <laughs> Even now, like, everything she says in it, it's just, like, the way that she words things mm-hmm. and just the experiences she felt. I'm like, to this day, <laughs> I cannot deliver the same, yeah. like, level at all. <laughs> okay, that's so funny you say that, because all of last year, the year I was, like, my birthday's in June, so I spent half the year being one age and half the year being the other, but, like, like, last year and, like, the winter before, I was, like, so connected to Speak Now as an album because I was, like, I just feel like I'm feeling all of these feelings exactly, like, sparks fly. I was, like, yeah, I do just want to kiss some guy in the rain. Like, I do just want (laughs) to, like, go out and be crazy and just, like, fall in love with people and whatever. And, like, I don't know. It's just... I love how she just, whenever she writes an album, she just captures the spirit of, like, being that age so well. Yeah. Like we were saying about Debut and Fearless being, like, so connected to, like, that teenage girl high school experience. Speak Now is very much, like, moving into, like, young adulthood and, like, having all these freedoms and, like, you know, learning so much and growing up so quickly, but also just, like, being free and having, like, a good time. Like, it's just... I just love it so much. And we're the perfect age to enjoy it. (laughs) Okay, but this is why... Okay, this is my theory on why, like, Speak Now and 1989 are as tied as my, like, favorite albums. Yeah. Is because, like... Taylor is, like, essentially, like, about 10 years older than us. Yeah. You know? And that's, like, not something you can really ignore because there's a level of, like, social media that, like, she had and a level of social media that we have. Mm -hmm. And just, like, Everything has changed changed so much. Yeah. And... I still connect so much to Speak Now because that is essentially the age I'm going through. But in a lot of ways, it feels like the sort of, like, bitterness around my age and around the fact that, like, we still, like, as where we are now as a generation, like, 20 feels like it's, like, so old already and so many people are accomplishing things and it's just so much, like, bitterness. Yeah. And so much. We just, okay, yesterday we had our graduation from our honors program (laughs) and the people who got awards... It was Did embarrassing. The it was humiliating for like, us. <laughs> I will say, me and Elena, our bios were like, we have completed this and we enjoy cooking and we run a Taylor <laughs> podcast. And some man had the audacity <laughs> to say that in his free time, he ran tests for orphan children. <laughs> like, people, they had like, she was like, they're like, oh, and also they speak four languages and like they tutor for like disadvantaged yeah. kids. And, and like, this girl works at NASA and single-handedly repaired one of the things before it went into space. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there are age? <laughs> so it feels, because, like, to me, like, 
1989 is such an album of like like I think the song that perfectly encapsulates that album is New Romantics yeah. and how it's trying to like forget everything that's going on and it's essentially a really bitter way of saying 22 like the song 22. Yeah. And I feel like all of that bitterness, but all at the same time, like, I'm 19 and I want to be the 19 that isn't speak now, but yeah. it's like you're fighting between both. Exactly. Because there's just so much you have to accomplish in life to, like, have the standards that are set by, like, where other people <laughs> are right now. Yeah, and, like, the other thing, too, is, like, obviously this pandemic has thrown a wrench in our plans a little bit because, you know... We can't go and, like, kiss some guy in the rain right now. We're going to get corona. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't, like, do all these things. It's, like, I feel like maybe part of the reason that I'm also connecting to Speak Now a lot right now is because we can't do all those things, and I know that we should be able to do those things, and it just, like, it just makes me sad, and, like, I'm living vicariously, like, through those songs because I'm, like... I want to, like, have a Sparks Fly moment, and I want to, like, get my heart broken, and, like, I want to, like, go to a party and meet someone and be enchanted by them, and, like, I just want to have all these experiences, and we literally, literally, literally cannot. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's, like, in some ways, I feel like just the way that we're raised with all of this, like, information and this technology and everything that's just going on around us, like, even if I had those same experiences, my outlook on them would be so much more cynical than Taylor's outlook yeah. was in the songs. Like, like we also grew up, like, like, we spent the last four years of our life, a very formative time for us, 16 to 20 years old, like, having a Trump presidency, which changed the landscape of, like, the entire world, but very specifically, like, you know, the country and everything and the political landscape and, like, all this stuff is so different and depressing and like I don't know yeah it's just it's just I I want that speak now experience yeah because it's like in my head like of course speak now like I want to picture it like I'm kissing some guy in the rain and I'm so <laughs> enchanted by him but I know even before the pandemic I've never been enchanted by a guy in my <laughs> yeah. life and so like lines like in your romantics where she's like take me dancing leave me stranded you yeah know, stuff like that like that is so much more likely to happen in my life yeah like, than me being enchanted <laughs> by someone exactly. which is so it's depressing like, it's like speak now is the fairy tale and 1989 is the reality yeah and like 1989 does have like a grittiness to it that I appreciate especially with songs like new romantics and like I don't know it, it's hard because it's like yes we like now literally we cannot do these things like physically it is impossible for us to do these things mm. without getting sick or putting other people in danger or whatever but like before it's true that we weren't like you know kissing people in the rain we weren't really putting ourselves out there that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. We we did, like, fun stuff. Some We, like, tried to be spontaneous and fun and everything. But, like, it's so hard to, like, you know, have these experiences the way Taylor just seems yeah. to. Like, she just, like... It's just like, so got, hard to, like, connect with people in the same way that Taylor... Like, and maybe it is a generation thing, but I just feel like we're so, like, separate. And we're so yeah. scared to, like, ever, like, break walls in person. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I so agree with that. And, like... I don't know, maybe for me, part of it is the fact that uh, maybe I'm, I'm, like, just more attracted to women in general, and that's, uh, like, throwing a real wrench in the situation because girls are not good at talking to each other and making it clear <laughs> that the conversation is romantic. And then, like, with guys, I'm just, like, extremely picky. So, like, maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's just that the guys at our school are kind of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> that, too. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Maybe it's just that we're not putting ourselves out there enough. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a lot. Like, it, I <clears throat> sort of wish I had the same vulnerability that, like, Taylor does, where she's like, mm -hmm. you know, blah, 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 we met, and I, like, felt this instant spark, and it was the first day, like, yes. and how they talked about, like, Red in the Rolling Stone interview, where she's, like, almost making fun of herself and how open she is to yes. love. And now it's like, I can know someone for months it's and still so, be like, do I like, like them? them? Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, like, I'm like, am I just, do I just really want to be friends with this person, or do I like them? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, the internal struggle. But, like, I also feel like I don't know. I feel like it's so... Maybe, again, just me, but, like, Taylor just seems to always have, like, guys falling over her, which, like, obviously she's Taylor Swift. Yeah, she's but beautiful, like, she's gorgeous, she's, she's Taylor. Famous. Yeah, she's Taylor. But, like, even before then, it just seemed like it was easier for her to, like, you know, find people. And it's probably because she's so, like, emotionally vulnerable and, like, willing to, like, jump in next, and I am the exact opposite of that. 
But like, I don't know. I want her spark. I, I want her magic. <laughs> I want my Speak Now experience. I feel like, like, I, like Speak Now is supposed to be like when you're trying new things and like sometimes things go wrong, but you like get back up. And then Red is supposed to be about that like utter heartbreak. I haven't yes. even dated anyone to feel that yet. I just feel like I moved from debut straight to 1989. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't get any of the fun stuff, stuff in, in the between. Middle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, just, okay, when this pandemic is over, we're having our speak next week. <laughs> I don't even care anymore, I'm like, kiss me in the rain. rain. <laughs> yeah, like, we're gonna, like, I don't know, we have to do something. I can't live like this anymore. I, <laughs> I can't look back and think, like, I lived my whole life vicariously through Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah, we need to be more spontaneous. We're in our 20s, we're young, yeah. we're invincible. Yeah. We can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, back to the song. <laughs> we went on a very long um, derail of this. Um, the music video. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Okay, like we said in the White Horse episode, functionally the same video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, I do prefer this one more. Yeah. Um, because I like the part where it's like snowing inside. I think that's so perfect. Yeah, very cute, very fun. I totally get what she what she's doing there. I love it. Um, I also kind of like that she has the added dimension of like cutting back and forth between the guy and herself. Yeah. And and that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's boring, but I think it works perfectly for this song, and I just mm-hmm. couldn't imagine what else she could do. You know yeah, what I mean? I agree. Like, I think it works pretty well. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but I was saying that there's the Back to December yes! You're Not Sorry mashup. Oh my god, it's so tour. iconic. It's so good. I kind of wish she, like, I don't know how she would do it, but like a music video with that. Even just a tour video with that. Dude, I'd I would die. literally die. It's <laughs> like, die. yeah, it's so good. Um... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's just not a lot to say about this video because it's so simple and, like, again, very similar to the White Horse one, which is just her sitting in a room crying mouthing the lyrics. And, like, which I do, there is a certain, like, charm to it. Like, I kind of love it, but I don't go back. Like, you know, Wildest Dreams, I truly have watched that, like, maybe eight times this week, and, like, that was totally unprompted. This one I haven't watched in, like, years, yeah. so. <laughs> I think if I were to change it, the way I would do it is, like, she's, it's the summer, she's, like, sitting in a cafe or something, and she is with this, like, guy, and, like, you know, he's awesome or whatever, I don't yeah. know. And she gets, like, a text from one of her friends, and they're, like, are you coming home for Thanksgiving? Or something. Just, yeah, like, yeah. are you coming home for this? And she, like, like, looks at the text and then, like, drifts back to, like, images of them together, and then the song starts, and it, like, is just tracking everything that happens with, mm-hmm. like, them. Very similar to, like, what happens in, like, the Mind music video. Yeah. Um, where she's, like, tracking their relationship. And she, like, like, I want her to, like, in the thing, start thinking of, like, how she would say her apology. Like, write down apology letters and everything. Yeah. And she keeps, like, trashing them and nothing's yes. working. And then the video stops because the guy in front of her, like, touches her hand. Ooh. And it's not the same guy. <gasps> and he's just, like, hello. And she's just, like, like, looks up. And you can tell, like... She likes this guy, but she's, like, reminiscing on this relationship that was perfect. Yeah. And, like, she knows that, like, maybe it wouldn't have worked out, but she'll never get to find out because she was the one who, like, uh, like essentially messed up. Wow. Perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. Taylor Nation, <laughs> take notes. Please. <laughs> Please. Listen, with the re-recordings, she could potentially redo some of these music videos. I so, so uh, I don't know how we can get her to hire us. But yeah. <laughs> but hire her so bad. Taylor, we can be your idea people, okay? Dude, you can You're, pay me under minimum wage. <laughs> it still work for you. Yeah. You could let us intern for, for you. <laughs> yeah. And, like... Taylor, um, if you're listening, go back to that Fearless episode because we had a great music video mm. idea for that one. That so. one and the lakes. And the lakes? <laughs> yeah, the lakes. Listen, we are just brimming with ideas. Yeah. And you can have them as long as you do them. Yeah. <laughs> and take us. <laughs> yeah, take us with you. Yeah. Just let us watch. That's yeah. all we want. Okay. On to our newest and dumbest <laughs> segment. Where, Where would this be if it was on Glee? <laughs> oh my god, okay. <laughs> this could be in any multitude of breakups, but I think one works the best, yeah. and that is the one that is discussed in the Turkey Lurkey Time slash Let's Have a Kiki episode, yes. um, where Blaine and Kurt make up again um, after, I think, because Blaine cheated mm-hmm. on Kurt, and then yeah. Kurt's like, I'm, I miss you, you're my best friend still, like, I'm not, like, totally... Like, you know, whatever. I haven't totally moved on from being heard about this, but I'm willing to forgive you so that we can be friends again. I think that 
like instance of the cheating is the perfect time for Blaine to sing the song. Mm-hmm. Also partially because I'm pretty sure actually maybe considering the episode takes place on Thanksgiving, maybe not. Maybe it's just because it's cold in New York. But like I do distinctly remember them wearing like coats and jackets and everything when they're having the fight scene where they break up. Mm. So I was like, ooh, would that take place in December? But I don't know. Yeah. Don't but he goes to saying like back to December, like back when they were together. And yeah. It's not, it doesn't need to be literal. Yeah, yeah. Though Glee does love being literal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that would work. I think it kind of would work for almost any fight that Blaine and Kurt have. Yeah. As long as it's Blaine singing the song because I don't want to hear Kurt sing this. Yeah. And I think Blaine, Blaine would crush would this. Blaine would crush anything. Yeah. But he's just so much much like my comfort character like, I love him so much so yeah. anything he decides to do yeah. yeah I also feel like um I don't know maybe Santana could sing this to Brittany as well because Santana is the one that breaks up with her using mine I will say uh-huh. um because she's like I'm worried that like you know being long distance and everything I don't want us to grow up like, I don't want it to end badly because we grow apart and something happens I want to end it when we're still like good and love each other Mm -hmm. and then maybe if the time is right we'll get back together so i feel like because after that santana starts or not santana britney starts dating sam Mm -hmm. so i feel like that would be a good time for santana to be like back to december i i had you it was perfect and now you're with some other guy and like i wish i could take you back and everything and i'm sorry for breaking up with you because i thought i might cheat on you yeah (laughs) And then Rachel to Finn, or Finn to Rachel, because the show just loves giving Rachel and Finn everything. Yeah. I don't <laughs> um, even think Rachel would sound good singing the song. I don't think so either, but mm-hmm. they would find, they would change the key for her before yeah. giving it to someone else. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's that's it for that. Where does the song rank on your list? Um, number 47. Surprisingly high, actually. Yeah. We have really similar rankings. Uh, for me, it's 49. Hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean, it clicks. I think it's just because I know it's a good song, even though I don't really listen to it. Mm. So it's, you know, pretty middle of the pack, I guess. A little higher than I thought it would be, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so... Um, <laughs> uh, looking at reviews this week yes. I don't think it's shown up yet But my mom did tell us That she rated us 5 stars <laughs> <laughs> So Hi mom if you're listening to this Thank you yeah, Love you Thanks mom love you <laughs> um, She was like are all these reviews just your friends <laughs> And I was like no Like two of them are real yeah, come on. And so. you could be one of the more real yeah, ones Yeah prove to my mom That it's not just my friends <laughs> Yeah, you can leave us a review on Apple Music. I think there's a way to re- leave a review on Spotify too. Mm-hmm. You could, you know, contact us on Twitter at yeah. Perfectly Good Someone PC. Someone sent us a tweet and yes. it made our whole day. Oh, queen. I think her name was Becca. Yeah, Becca, you're a queen. If you're listening to this, it made us so happy. Yes. <laughs> Love you. Yes. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Perfectly Good Pod. You can find us on TikTok at Perfectly Good Pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's. Those, that's yeah. pretty much, yeah, that's that's our socials. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for next week, we are doing a Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm debating which one I want to vote for because mm-hmm. we've got a lot. Yes. I almost want to do Silent Night just because <laughs> I think it is the funniest thing that Taylor has ever done because it's Dude. so bad. Rob Sheffield ranked it so, so low. low. He was like, it sounds like she got every note wrong. And I was like, yes, she did. And it's a masterpiece. Yeah. I haven't listened to it in a, in a brick. It's so. so funny. It's like she's singing the harmonies for the song or something. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was. I, it must have been intentional. It could not have been intentional. But it is truly one of the funniest, like, songs ever. And, like, I adore it. So I might throw my hat in the ring for Silent Night, but we've also got a couple of um, original songs as well. Yes. My personal favorite, Christmas Must Be Something More. I do love Christmas (laughs) Must Be Something More. I think, okay, my vote is that we do Christmas Tree Farm the week before or the week of Christmas. Yes, I agree. Um, And then, so we have two more spaces for other Christmas songs. And I think for the ones that aren't originals, we could maybe do a double feature. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, because, you know, there's less to talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we could do Silent Night and Santa Baby, mm-hmm. the two worst songs on the album <laughs> <Yeah>. together. Because <laughs> Santa Baby, 
like, there's a lot to unpack there. (laughs) To be fair, okay, I didn't grow up in the U.S., so Christmas songs weren't a huge part of, you know, what I listened to growing up. Uh Uh-huh. And for a really long time, I thought specific, I specifically thought Santa Baby was an Ariana Grande song, (laughs) and Last Christmas was a Taylor Swift song, because those were the only versions I had heard. Yeah. (laughs) So... I actually, I don't remember if I've even heard the Taylor Santa Baby one, to be it's honest. It's not even, like, I don't even think she changes much, if at all. It's just the fact that she was, like, 16 when she made this, and the song is so sexual. Yeah. It's really <laughs> uncomfortable to listen to. Yeah. I, I would be down with that. <laughs> yeah. I think, okay, a doubleheader of Silent Night slash Santa Baby. <laughs> It'll be fun. That would be so freaking funny. Okay. Um... Yeah. Okay, I'm actually so excited. <laughs> Cuz I I truly cannot like emphasize enough how much joy her version of Silent Night gives me. <laughs> like it's just like so it's so bad. It's so I can't bad. Wait to and it's like, it again. <laughs> it's bad in such a funny way and like I don't even think she would be offended by me saying it's bad. I think she must know. I think she, yeah, she probably knows and she probably also th- I hope she thinks it's funny because I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. Like I don't hold like I'm not like oh it's bad. She's like a bad singer or whatever. I'm just like someone gave her the wrong notes to this song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. God. Okay. So we can do Santa Baby Silent Night. Um, and then we can maybe do Christmas Must Be Something More. Yes. And then we can do Christmas Tree Farm. Yes. And then we'll do New Year's Day after that. Yeah. And then that'll be our That's our that's our plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's exciting. Um uh, if you want to help us out, you can hit us up with that five star review on iTunes. Pretty please. Pretty please. Um, yeah. And then I think that's it for this week. Yeah, okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.